Now, what you're describing is a perfect dictator's wet dream. I mean, let's just call it. <laughs> All right. To that, I'm like, oh gosh, can it happen? Absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. But depends on which side of this war you're fighting. Are you believe? Are you going to stand back and let globalist, creepy men dictate how your money is going to be used in the system of the new normal? No one voted nope. for run by a bunch of criminal gangsters who just so happen to profit off the same networks that they have debased and corrupted and wielded into the ground. Welcome to the Money Magpie podcast. If you're watching this podcast, don't forget to share and like the video and just tell everyone you know how fabulous it is. You know you want to. I'm Jasmine Bertles, founder of Money Magpie, and I'm joined today by the wonderful Jennifer R. Curie, founder of Hacker House and a crypto enthusiast, particularly XRP, which is produced by Ripple. Jennifer's in Florida, USA, but for seven years, she lived in the UK and was very close to a lot of political activity. So she has a former insider's view of what's going on now. Thank you so much for joining, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. Now, we, we are speaking at a time of rampant inflation, both in the US and in the UK, and of course, Europe. And Obviously, the Ukraine situation hasn't helped, but we had pretty extreme inflation before Russia went in. So what do you think are the causes of the current, let's face it, hyperinflation? I believe that there are no coincidences with what we're seeing, that, that actually this was you know, a few years in the making, that with the you know, printing on steroids starting September 2019 into now, mm -hmm. uh, government handouts with, you know, not as much productivity, you know, that we're going to see supply chain disruptions, more people needing less, you know, goods in circulation, and therefore prices will react to that. Volatility in markets also creates all kinds of panic. So we're going to see, you know, probably oil prices go up, we'll see liquidity crises. Um, you know, everything in the last few years has kind of staged itself to, to the point where I, I can see a very controlled demolition of this petrodollar mm -hmm. into the you know, new financial system where I believe we are headed. Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting concept, the new financial system, because I was thinking, it feels like we're coming to the end of money as we know it. You know, it's a funny question, but, you know, with the devaluation of the dollar, the pound, the euro, etc., do you think now is the time for a new form of money, a new basis for money? For me, go back to this Bretton Woods moment in history where we saw the entire world's economies completely debased and crushed by this war. And this meeting, you know, amongst the world leaders who came together and decided a new financial system pegged back to gold to create an equilibrium and stabilize the world's economy. I believe this has uh, already happened. The Bretton Woods moment happened for us back in August. And we are watching a very controlled demolition of, of taking down the petrodollar, moving the system away from central banking into a new blockchain-backed financial system. 
So what you're saying it, it, we've got a new gold standard essentially, but also blockchain based. So how does that work? So my favorite quote for this is to quote Judy Shelton, you know, back to the future in a cryptocurrency kind of way, depending on what kind of, if you're a gold bug, you know, you can't wait for your, you know, one ounce bullion coins and your pre-33s to go to the, I mean, you're just, you're, you're loving this because mm -hmm. population has told us one thing that those precious metal prices are, you know, pushed down. Meanwhile, since 2009, the world has been introduced to this new concept, decentralized technology, right? With Bitcoin, where you're meant to have a finite supply that works out, you know, outside of the banks that can't be tracked. All these myths they tell us. And all of it's great, but what did it do? It really primed the public. It got us used to the notion of a cryptocurrency, the idea of a digital asset that would be traded, um, you know, and, and used to buy things, pay for things, etc. Now, I see this happening again. History is repeating itself where we are going to run into a liquidity crisis. You can print all day long. At the end of the day, if you're printing paper that has no value, your, your public will lose confidence. There will have to be a new solution. So what better solution than a cryptocurrency blockchain backed payment rail, which mm -hmm. is exactly what I believe the ISO 2200 payment rails circa XRP, XLM, XTC, ALGO, certain very specific cryptocurrencies will be used for. And this notion of being able to uh, create another layer of currency is not what I'm excited about when it comes to central bank digital currencies. This is the big discrepancy we have here. People are very fearful of these uh, CBDCs because the idea that your bank would just you know, um, destroy the value of your dollar and move into a new bank issued or government issued. No, when we get to the end of where we're going as far as world events and how this will actually flip, the people will demand transparency, interoperability, and a decentralized ability to maintain custodial, secure privacy over their assets. And there is none better suited than that of the XRP with the ability to run on this inner ledger protocol that would connect both XRP's ledger with the other blockchains that will be permissible in the new regulatory governance for which we're moving. Well, yes, my, I mean, I'm very happy with the decentralized aspect of, of crypto. It's one of the reasons why I like it. What bothers me is the central bank digital currency. You know, the idea that everything is going to be centrally funneled through the central bank and they'll know where you've, you've earned it, what you've earned, and then they can control how you spend it. So can you, can you, could you guarantee that that won't happen, but you know, that it will be decentralized? Now, what you're describing is a perfect dictator's wet dream. I mean, let's just call it. <laughs> All right. To that, I'm like, oh gosh, can it happen? Absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. But it depends on which side of this war you're fighting. Are you believe? Are you going to stand back and let globalist, creepy men dictate how your money is going to be used in the system of the new normal? No one voted nope. for, run by a bunch of criminal gangsters who just so happen to profit off the same networks that they have debased and corrupted and wielded into the ground. Yeah, you know. I, I don't see that happening. We've come too far. Humanity has woken up and we've seen exactly what's going on. Now, when you touch people's money, then there becomes a, uh, a craziness, uh, a fear mm -hmm. that they'll mm -hmm. push 
people beyond. Remember what we're fighting against. Mm. We're fighting about criminals who want to stage out their theatrical performance to introduce their new world order, to introduce mm. their powerful, creepy, you know, that, that, what? No, we have to somewhere draw the line and say, wait a minute, the system that we're in isn't working because a few good men on the top or bad men, I guess, women, um, you know, a few men on the top decide everything. Mm. In XRP, your wallets are in fact decentralized. No one holds the private keys but you, right? But you want to be able to send that money seamlessly. No more fragmented payment systems. That's the how you launder money. No more creepy back doors and insecure messaging protocols on purpose. That's exactly what SWIFT is. Once this system connects, just like creating a mesh network with a security at home router and you're lying to your internet, you know, you separate out guest encrypted stuff, you know, internet of things, these payment protocols, these new payment rails will run seamlessly and securely. And that's the centralized system that will happen, but it won't be running on the internet. Remember the internet's changing. We're mm -hmm. gonna be running satellites. So XRP, no one can turn off your money. Come on, no, that's a creepy application. Get rid of it. Don't download it. Tell them we don't want your stupid patent. What we do want is to be able to pay for things, you know, using our own central key digital wallet outside of your banking system because no one ever vote. We did not vote for bail-ins. We did not give over our, you know, as a depositor, you claim the right. That was the fine print hidden in the back room under six files of locks. Let the people know what kind of system we're in, and then we can start talking about what we're fearful of moving forward. I'm just thinking you're, what you're saying is, is, is exactly what I've been talking about in the last few weeks about what depositing money actually means. When you deposit money in a bank, we think that that means that we've got some money and the bank's looking after it for us. But it doesn't, does it? When you put money into a bank now, the bank says, Great, thanks. I'm going to do. We're, we're going to do what we like with it now. We're going to lend it out to also, and that's what a deposit is. Is that right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're giving them the right to custodial your assets. There, your numbers might show up on your app, you know. But <laughs> kinds of kinks, yeah, because they're creating a web application that shows you your money was deposited. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you don't there. I mean, there's nothing backing that. There's there's just a bunch of numbers and codes, ones and zeros. So what I'm saying is in this new system, you remember when email was really weird? You know, I remember it was like strings of letters when AOL and it was like clunky dialogue. You know? Yeah. Okay. That's where we're at, right? Your digital wallets, like your tag, your 16, like now you have new applications coming out, unstoppable domains that you're like, here, Jasmine, money, magpie, dot crypto, mm -hmm. a wallet, right? Mm -hmm. That's nice. Like, and so this is what I'm excited about, that your creepy 24 pass, all of that eventually, when it becomes trusted and verified on blockchain, you're not going to, you won't see that. That's, that's the back end. This is going to be developed so that you, the user, you don't need to know how the money, you know, technically works and what protocol. Mm -hmm. People freaking out about that point. I, you know, I use it to actually make the example that we don't have to have biometric. You can have a, a passport without mm -hmm. 
you know, some kind of creepy tracking device. And because we are getting to a point where everything is tracked, questioned, censored, and all yeah. this, that crash is going to be more than just that dollar. It's going to be more than just our politicians and the shills peddling poison. It's going to be humanity's moment to stand up and say, right, this is the system we're going to build. This is what we want. This is the technology we're going to use because it's scalable, clean, and it gives that decentralization and privacy back to the end user. Well, that sounds great. The question really is, are, are there enough of us to do that? Because as you say, you know, we, there are a lot of powerful people around the world who would very much like to take even more power and they would like to have a centralized system. So what do we, the people need to do to stop that extra centralization and demand, you know, the decentralized, personally owned, if you like, um, new system of payments? That's a great question. And, you know, as we're watching the world unfold before us as each country is disconnecting, mm -hmm. there's also that there has to be that that moment, not that I want there to be blood in the streets or that panic within the banks, but it literally will have to get to that point mm -hmm. where it gets worse before it gets better mm -hmm. for the say no. Because a lot of people will listen to me, you know, and right now and dismiss what I'm saying because it's either uncomfortable or doesn't match the narrative that everybody else says. Mm. But really, you know, there's enough people in this space growing, you know, that are demand, you know, like precious metals are a perfect hedge against the dollar. Crypto right now, um, you know, specifically the ones that I'm talking about are the best. Basically, anything will be better than the damn dollar because of how they are debasing that paper. Because yeah. at the end of the day, the printing press won't be enough. Mm. And these you know, corrupt politicians taking handouts and being force fed scripts are not going to last when the people can't ask, access their money. I mean, we saw like a little bit with the Canadian truckers. What happens when that's entire cities, countries, power grids go out? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of, you know, havoc or fear or threat of it mm -hmm. to really get people to unite. But I'm seeing the task force set up. I'm seeing people start asking questions. Everyone's taking crypto payments. You know, one of the things I loved about in the UK is that it was so easy to access and get people together and have facilitate those discussions. There's no shortage of amazing minds there. Working with, uh, once this new government goes, when the new system comes in, there will be, you know, a new system implemented around these, you know, and we will set up parameters of how this is used. Mm -hmm. I, for one, don't believe cash will go away. I think we need to fight hard for it. Mm -hmm. I think of trying to get rid of it is absolutely there. But again, I'm not one to refuse or to accept uh, defeat before it happens, right? So we carry cash because we choose to carry cash, yes. right? We can have cash back to gold again, right? It doesn't have to be the other. And cash being tracked with gold or pegged with an RFID doesn't necessarily mean anyone cares about what you're buying, but no more is this laundering money and peddling money in the same in the name of, you know, non-for-profits or, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. So do you think that um, you're, you're mentioning cash? Because I, I know last time we spoke, you were saying, take your money out of the banks, basically. Uh, I mean, I, I'm actually 
pushing cash because it's anonymous, uh, it's not tracked. I'm also telling people to, to buy gold and silver um, you know, as a hedge, but also potentially in, in extremis as a, a form of payment as well. What are you thinking at the moment about very much you know, that people, ordinary people can do to protect themselves? I think this is a, an opportunity of a lifetime for ordinary people to really change their lives. Mm -hmm. In every crash comes even bigger opportunities, and it's not just for the glee, creepy globalists on top. With you know uh, XRP, for example, certain hedges against the dollar who are, that are going to be of value in the new system. So what I would say is take some you know money out for what you need for the month. Anything extra, throw into what you can. Maybe you need some extra food or water. Uh, you know, maybe you need to just make sure that all those other bits are taken care of. Because hmm. um, it's, you know, there's a lot to think about. You know, it's a lot, you know, but what you don't want to do, and my, cha my channel makes fun of me because I always say, like, it's better be looking at it than, you know, looking for it. Because your supplies, you know, that's going to get you through what you immediately need. Sure, you can't eat gold, can't eat your ledger either or your XRP. And yes, if there is an internet shutdown, it's going to be, you know, a little bit scary because you're not going to necessarily be able to access your coins on exchanges. Mm -hmm. There will be access through your ledger or um, through the XPOP. So there's, you know, ways and the ledger should be able to connect offline. But, you know, yeah. let's worry about what's going to happen for when the power grid goes down. Let's focus on what happens when it comes back on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How to rebuild from there. Because I don't know enough. I mean, we've been wait some of us have been waiting a year. When when does it happen? I don't know. No one's telling me. But obviously, no. But, but you know, so that's why I'm like, we know we know what we need to know. We need to have enough food and supply for at least a few weeks to be able to get through. If there was some immediate shortage supplies in the stores or bare shelves, um, we need to have enough cash at hand to be able to pay for things. And, you know, gold and silver are also, you know, what they say, God's money. Thousands of year old of history have shown that, you know, even in the roughest, horriblest of times, having real metal will always, you know, work as some kind of tradable asset, mm -hmm. you know, but ways to people have, been, you know, in my channel, we shared that, you know, whether it's food or, you know, water or, you know, yeah, I don't know, a deer, <laughs> there'll be a <laughs> You know, but like, like, I guess, you know, there's going to be um, a few things, you know, that will get us through uh, that we'll need to have before we start thinking about where, you know, uh, the globalists will have their ultimate say, you know, after, after the lights come back on. I, I just, I get weary of having, you know, the fear threat mm. when I just like, are you kidding? This is a huge opportunity. You know, we'll be able to own assets of the future. Now, whether there's a buyback and, you know, they, they, they confiscate it like they've done in gold. I mean, they've done it before, you know, and if and to pay X amount it, amount for it, imagine what it would be really, you know, like imagine what the real price of it will be. So when I talk about things like being your own bank, I mean, I really think that XRP on X on, on blockchain will be able to you know, be used to collateralize as, as, as assets, whether you're buying or selling or want to, you know, use your, your assets as loans. I mean, there's lots of ways people can create uh, passive residuals income from mm -hmm. the digital tokens. So that's what we should, you know, talk about and, and rejoice in because, you know, I don't see the banks staying around. Some people have even said, you know, like the bank's going extinct in the next hundred years, well, but yeah. I can see 
Yeah. But what, what would you say to people who say, oh, Jennifer, you, your, your views are far too extreme. This is this is like science fiction. This none of this is ever going to happen. What would you say to them? I'd say, you know, I get it and just watch. <laughs> Because honestly, I don't think I don't see it any other way. I say, you know, I've, I've, I've spent hours in this space. Now, I'm not the one that anyone I don't know when they're going to ultimately when the Federal Reserve collapses, but that's going away. There will be a global bridge currency and it's not going to be what we think it is, because in order to go from point A to point B. So, I mean, look, I understand a lot of people will tune out what I'm saying and that's OK. But the people that have followed me like last year and have you know been kind of taken on this journey are seeing a lot of what I'm saying come into fruition, not because I'm any prophet or you know some kind of psychic, but just because there's just so many different variables here. Mm -hmm. um, they all have to fall in place, and in the, that timing falls in place. Um, I think we'll, we'll ultimately have a lot more to be thankful for. Well, we have got a lot to think about. We do, as you say, have a lot to be thankful for, but I guess everybody needs to be prepared for quite an extraordinary kind of crash time that, that's, that's coming along. Um, if what you say is true, we're seeing a, a, a global financial apocalypse, really, an unveiling, a, a total change, and we need to be, to be ready for it, I guess. I, I listen to a lot of really great people in this space, like, you know, that have been talking and, and they get one of the biggest things that I hear their critics say is, oh, you've been saying that for years. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things people need to remember is it's not just one set of variables. Like when we started the conversation, you were mentioning the war in Ukraine and then now we're seeing inflation. Mm -hmm. It's many different, um, you know, contributors mm -hmm. because, you collapse a world's economy. I mean, think about it. Have you ever done that before? There's so many different stakeholders and, and, and even with just a few stakeholders, right? Like there's still many different parts and moving action and free will of people. So, you know, there is, but what we are seeing is that debasement of the dollar, this mm -hmm. introduction of a blockchain, you know, payment rail system connected with Interledger that has the ability to move money cross border with uh, a pegging of a hard asset like gold and precious metal. And now we're seeing countries not only disconnect from SWIFT, but announce gold standards. So I know that it's easy to dismiss it as crazy until you really, really step back and look at all the different play, you know, variables here. Jennifer, it, um, is there anywhere we need to, to go to find out more about what you're doing? Is it Hacker House? Where, where, where should we go? What, what URLs should we be clicking on? Well, I, I do do training, security training. So if you wanna make you know, a, a move into that space, there's gonna be no shortage of security uh, needed in this new um, you know, internet on, on blockchain. So you can check out hacker.house forward slash training. If you want to join our channel where we talk more about these things or have questions around them, I also do weekly calls where we talk about XRP. We've done Riddler stuff. We've done price, you know, analysis. We've just, you know, we do have an active discussion for people to ask. That's on my Telegram channel. And thank you for taking the time, Jennifer. Jennifer R. Curie from Hacker House on the economy, currency, and what we can expect from the UK and US um, in, in terms of our finances in the next few years. Thank you for joining us on the Money Magpie podcast. 
Don't forget to share and like and generally gush about us. You know you want to. Today's podcast was presented by me, Jasmine Bertels, and was produced by Jenny Bertels. Thank you.